Good morning, listeners and watchers. I welcome you back to the Dub Podcast. Today's topic at hand is in the spirit of the season that we are in. And, and what that season is, is getting that tax money or reducing your tax liability. These are the 10 most overlooked tax deductions. And we want to bring this to those who have yet to file. So that way you can stop. Wait, hold on. Maybe I need to account for this because it may reduce my tax liability or it may increase what my tax refund, my state refund, my income tax refund will be. So coming in at number one, I wanted to be inclusive, right? Wanted to be inclusive here because a lot of times we just talk about the great state of California because that's where we're based. That is where we're based. But this company and uh, what it is that we're trying to achieve and accomplish is to reach beyond the state of California, is to get to Arizona, is to get to Nevada, is to get to Washington and Oregon and Texas and Florida and Louisiana and Virginia and so on and so forth. So we're going to talk about the state sales taxes. And this is specifically to those who are not concerned with, have the freedom not to worry about income tax. I know. You already know where I'm going. Let's go ahead and rattle them off because these are the lucky ones, you know, compared to the state of California. You guys are the lucky ones not to have to deal with the state income tax. All right. So we're looking at in alphabetical order, Alaska, Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. They get to decide between two different options on whether they're going to be deducting their state and local income taxes or state and local sales taxes. So for most citizens in income tax taxing states, the state and local income tax deduction is usually the better deal. So for those of you in a income tax free state, there are two ways in which you can claim this deduction on your tax return. Number one, let's take a look at how this year went. What did I do that was special? How did I acquire something that I've always wanted? How did I change my living situation? How did I change or, or create a new way to get around and travel? So what you can go ahead and do is if you purchase a vehicle, a boat, an airplane, a home, or you made a major home renovation, you're able to add the state sales tax you paid on these big ticket purchases in the year of 2020. Wait, no, not 2020. What am I talking about? 2022. Okay. Yes. But what I want you to do is not just calculate the state tax and be like, oh, I'm going to put that on my tax return. No, 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 no. There's always limits. They always got to control what's happening. Make sure you ain't getting too crazy. So head over to the IRS uh, tax tables and they'll let you know what your limit is within those states that we named. Option number two is you can keep track of all the sales tax that you paid throughout the year. However you 
got that tally, saved it, profile, express sheet, numbers, Excel, however you got it. Make sure you have it documented. You always want to be prepared, even though it may not be likely, you always want to be prepared for an audit. So make sure you have that reporting, that document right there on hand, right along with you. But however, you calculate all of that sales tax that you paid throughout the year, and you can go ahead and use that. Keep in mind, the total of your itemized deductions for all of your state and local taxes is limited to 10,000 per year. So make sure you got yourself a great tax uh, preparer or tax or tax lawyer or CPA or whatever the case that can help you get above what that standard deduction is going to be. So you can take that and just keep adding on to reduce your overall taxable income. Number two, reinvested dividends. What is that? That's for people who are investing, who are getting into the stocks, the mutual funds, and they're purchasing more shares and things of that nature. So what it basically does is not a deduction, but what it triggers is somewhat of a subtraction, which can save you a lot of money. Uh, so that's in the world of capital gains. So if you're reinvesting uh, your dividends to acquire more shares, remember that that reinvestment increases your tax basis. So if you got that $3, which you reinvest, and now you got $5 and the 10, now the 20, now the 2,000, cost basis right there. And so what will happen is uh, it can reduce the taxable gain, taxable loss, tax saving loss, depending on when you decide to sell. So reinvesting in those dividends, you want to make sure you're paying attention to that because forgetting to include the reinvestment dividends in your cost basis, when you subtract from the proceeds of a sale, is going to determine what the tax is going to be, what the gain is going to be. And a lot of times you can end up overpaying because you didn't include that number of the reinvestment. Number three, out-of-pocket charitable contributions. So we're talking about churches, we're talking about school, we're talking about organizations that are within sports. All of those things matter. We're talking about you purchase ingredients for cookies that you guys sold throughout the fundraiser so that way the kids can have new uniforms or whatever the case may be or you're um, considered an active participant in the organization and you're doing a lot of driving. Keep track of that because that is essential to providing additional deductions to your overall taxable income. Yes, you getting in the kitchen and cooking on a regular, operative word, regular basis because this is this is, how the off, this is how the fundraiser goes. This is how the organization exists through these actions, through these events. Make sure you keep track of that so that way you can consider that a charitable contribution on top of those who are diligent attendants, attendees, I should say, or rather people who are diligent supporters of their given church and you're giving your tithes, you're giving your offering, making sure, make sure you have that contribution statement in addition to the out-of-pocket charitable contributions that also count as well. Again, I mentioned earlier, if you drive and you cruise in throughout for this organization, you get 14 cents per mile. So make sure you're tracking those miles because that overall increases 
your charitable contribution, bigger the number, helps decrease your taxable income. Number four, student loan interest. Yes, student loan interest payments paid. So for a lot of us, we haven't been paying it, you know, because we sit here waiting for what the Supreme Court is going to rule in regards to the ten or 20000 depending on what you qualify in student loan forgiveness. And the payments are paused until that decision is made. But for those who've been making those payments, I'm one of those people who made those payments throughout the year, trying to reduce it, trying to get it down to that number, trying to get it down to that because I, I qualify for the 20. So getting it down to the 20,000, I'm stopped. And then let's, let's see, hopefully it gets cleared out from there. Others probably paying it down, trying to get it down to the 10 and then stop because they waiting to see what's going to happen in the Supreme Court. Regardless, you get a 1098 uh, for the student loan interest that you paid, whether it's by you or somebody else, make sure you go ahead and have that form because you can qualify up to $2,500 in student loan interest that you paid as a deduction. Yes, you heard me. Number five, we are protected as people in the United States, and that's by our armed forces. That's by our military members, our military uh, uh, residents, our military you know, citizens of these United States. And a lot of times they themselves individually or as a family because they are married are going from base to base, crossing across this country, relocating, buying a house, whatever the case may be. That is considered a moving expense only for our military members, only for those who are in duty, active duty, and serving this country. The cost of you moving is now deductible. Only, has always been, but now only for you guys. Us people, for our job, no, not so much, not anymore. But for military individuals. Number six, we all know about the child tax credit, but we're going to talk about the dependent care credit. So that is us paying for someone to watch our child while we are working. Yes, you heard me. We want to make sure that it's brought to the forefront, that you don't forget it, because it is important. Get that statement that you paid throughout the year for that credit, uh, because it's going to be beneficial. Why not? So basically, for 2022, the law allows you to run up to $5,000 of such expenses through a tax-favored reimbursement account at work. Up to 6000 of in-care expenses you can qualify for, but the 5000 from a tax-favored account can't be used. So if you hit that 5000 maximum, but you paid out-of-pocket as well, you get up to 1000 So that's 6000 altogether you can go ahead and use as a deduction on your taxes. Coming at number seven is going to be the Earned Income Tax Credit. Yes, Earned Income Tax Credit. It's a refundable tax credit, not a deduction. So the maximum that you can get is based upon your filing status, and that ranges from $560 to $6,935. Again, filing status, and more importantly, it says it in the name, income. Income. So the greater your income, the less likelihood you will qualify for this. Number eight, we're talking about the stat, stat, 
really the state taxes that you pay state taxes did you pay so did you owe taxes when you filed your 2021 state tax return in 2022 then remember you and you can include that number in your state tax itemized deduction on your 2022 tax return yes you heard what i said paying on your 2021 state taxes in the year 2022 make sure those payments are accounted for so that way you can go ahead and get that itemized deduction yes but there is a limit of course starting in 2018 if you did not know that limit uh, for deduction for state and local taxes is ten thousand dollars per year number nine refinancing mortgage points so when you buy a house you often can purchase points uh, to obtain the overall mortgage uh, so that comes at an increase of cost trying to control what the interest rate is going to be so that way you really have a clear payment that you're able to make but however when you refinance a mortgage you can deduct the points over the life of the loan so if you refinance for a 30 it's 130th for 20 120th for 15 115th for 10 years it's 110th of the points a year so what that basically goes to if we're talking about a 30 year is 33 dollars for each one thousand dollars that you paid for a point you paid there you go i know it doesn't seem like a lot but if you paid ten thousand dollars 33 times 10 330 dollars is not a lot but don't throw it away it can add up because we're in the itemized game to get above the standard deduction that's where we want to be to reduce our overall come on say it with me taxable income so number 10 the very last one is jury paid to the employer i'm going to read this one right here because i was like what I've seen all the others and paying attention, but this one caught me off guard. So what it says is some employers continue to pay employees full salary while they are doing their civic duty, but ask that they turn over their jury fees to the company. The only problem is that you have to report those fees as taxable income. If you give the money to your employer, you can deduct the amount so you aren't taxed on money that simply passes through hands yes passes through hands so i appreciate you guys joining listening and watching me do what it is that i do on the 10 most overlooked deductions that we have come across that we've been paying attention to that we have discovered so we look forward to you uh, continuing to watch, continue to support. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you're paying attention to what's happening in the Dub Podcast because that is one of the segments a part of the QFlow Studio. So hit the subscribe button, comment, have any questions for me, ask away in the comments, and I will more than likely make that a video for the next week. So appreciate you guys for watching. Look forward to sharing more knowledge and tips. And the goal is always to enhance a generation's financial literacy. So we'll see you guys next time. Peace.